wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And surprise, surprise, we're talking about hypnosis today. But we're going to bring it down to what I talk about in previous shows, like the very beginning about mass hypnosis and all those things. And we're going to bring it down to how we are affected by this coronavirus well, we just, hype. It's too easy. It's way too easy. Hypnosis everywhere. We just want to make a little news announcement in case people have missed it. I know because people get distracted. Apparently, there's a flu virus. Well, there is a flu virus coming around. Uh, it's, been, it's one of the main strains of coronavirus. Yeah. And it's quite contagious. And um, the best thing to do is to stay healthy and allow your body's immune system to uh, fight that. And, but otherwise, have a nice day because that's really all the news there is. Yes. So, but but oh, I'll let you do we're it. in the world of attention marketing. <laughs> and so that doesn't sell. And news people have to sell. So the New York Times has to compete with the guy on Facebook and the guy on Instagram who's screaming fire. It's like somebody lit a match and everybody's screaming fire. And that is called hypnosis. So we just want to mention, boy, does hypnosis ever work? Yes. yes. Hypnosis works very well in the positive and the negative. We call this the nocebo effect and the placebo effect, right? The placebo is when we do good stuff with our stuff, what, we be, what we're believing, what we're listening to. And the other one is, not some, is a negative effect. And right now we're definitely in negative effect. But every so often the world always goes crazy. Usually you have a world war or something, but right now we have a flu virus and because we've got nothing else to talk about, we're going to ramp everything up to 10. We seem to have to live at 10, you know, 10 in terms of an emotional scale. Because if you're not screaming and being frightened, it's like we're not really living. And, and in this connected world, everybody has to yell louder than the other one. Now, there is a reality here. There is a flu virus. And people that are compromised immunity are going to maybe die. Some people do, and it's been happening forever that way. And it's just a different strain and a different, maybe a little slight different level and all those things. But to go screaming at top 10 all the time, what does that do? It puts you in the nocebo effect and all that negative energy. The more you live in that place, the more compromised you become. I just, I know probably in this network, people are a little bit more sane than most others, but you want to notice when the news, the news media or anybody puts up this many people dead, but compared to what? People dying all the time. I think what they say, uh, the first three, I think we're at 4,800 in our deaths. First three months, 3,000 people. You know, in one month, 25,000 people died in malnutrition every month. Not just last month, every month. A hundred like people a day. Ends. A hundred people a day died of suicide in the U.S., mostly young people. More than that than from gun deaths. A hundred people a day die from automobile accidents, only in the U.S. So 4,000 people compared to what? Worldwide. Everybody's going to guess I, I, this may be a new news item for some people, but we're going to die, folks, sometime. So what do you do before that? What do you, let's talk about using hypnosis, that powerful thing that you can see around the world right now that's being screamed out there. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can use that to help us. Yep. I know peace, love, and understanding doesn't really sell well, but it makes you feel good. Yeah. So, I mean... Think about this for a moment, uh, the panic uh, with buying the toilet paper, for instance. How, you know, they tell you in reality, if you are in, are you contagious, 
take two weeks and don't go out and, and spread it around. That's what they're saying. And okay. that's normal. That makes actually, that's what we should have been doing for years. We're not going to work sick and all that kind of stuff. Just as a small side note, yeah. we do have some extra toilet paper. We can sell you. If you want to ride into the station, we will sell you at a very good price. So understand that it's just panic. Now you have panic. What causes cortisol in the body? Cortisol, all those negative things that happen. So we want to show you how you can bring yourself back to a normal level and actually a positive level. I'm sorry, it was just too easy to use this virus and hear yeah. a story called in a program called Hypnosis Everywhere. And we do apologize for that. But the takeaway perhaps we can get from this is, yes, the world's mostly crazy most of the time. Yes, the, in an attention marketing network uh, world, everybody has to yell louder than the other person. And it doesn't have to make any sense. You just have to yell. And we are connected. So that means people yelling in China or Iran or Italy, we hear them very yes. loud. And we didn't used to because we were more isolated to before the internet, all that kind of thing. So now it's continuously ramping up because everybody has to yell louder to get your attention. And the second takeaway is, you know, when you said the thing about hypnosis is I'm a logical, um, methodical person and I'm in control and I always use logic. And then there we are screaming fire. Yes. <laughs> we are not a logical species, ladies and gentlemen. We're mostly crazy most of the time. And remember what I said, we really are in hypnosis most of the time. Or not, I would even think all of the time. Just to not always negative and not always positive. It just goes on. Hypnosis everywhere is everything. That's a profound statement. I know. I say <laughs> it all the time. So the, the, we, again, apologize for using that virus story. And it is just a virus story, boys and girls. It's not going to be, it's not the end of the world. And again, we do have toilet paper we can sell you, especially from Australia. <laughs> but think about, that's a powerful reaction we're all having yes. to this constant news compounding effect. So it's an affecting our emotions, it's affecting our health. In fact, as Inez said, it stresses us. And what's the worst thing you can do for health is produce stress in your body. Yeah. You notice if you're working hard at something and very stressed about a deadline, etc., and suddenly you get sick. Two reasons. One, you got you caught something because your immune system was down. And B, the other thing is your body says, stop. <laughs> and it just shuts you down. Yeah. yeah. So how can we all use this for a positive? All this, what take away from all this? Uh, well, let's just say that each person, you, we cannot do everything for everybody. We're just, so be responsible for yourself. Maybe, and your family for little kids and stuff like that. But be responsible for yourself. So let's take a little breath. And understand the world's not going to change. We're always going to go crazy every so often, but and we don't have to get going to die, and we don't have to get involved in that yes. craziness. You have to get involved in keeping yourself healthy. So let's look at <laughs> you, the individual. What can you do? You can't stop the, the virus in Italy. You can't stop the virus in China. You can't stop anything, pretty much. But you can look after yourself, and we can use that powerful thing that the, the media is using right now, called hypnosis, to work on ourselves, perhaps. Yes, but also, you know, the whole thing about the mass hypnosis is it's always been and it's always happened mostly when it was what we used to call propaganda and all those things causing wars, causing all, we, we've talked about that in another show. So understand that this is never going to be gone. Next time it will go crazy. We're going crazier than we used to because we have a global effect nowadays. We are, have a connection through the internet on every place and everyone. 
we're all we're all a big crowd you know and we all know crowd hypnosis if you go up to an individual and say hey there's a fire they will probably say really where if you get a crowd and yell fire and show them videos of firebombing in dresden that crowd is going to go crazy and even if you're the logical one in that crowd you go crazy it's a big energy yeah there that's hypnosis yeah, that's, it's a people very know powerful how to use it. so again back to Inez, so how do we use that <clears throat> for the individual? So, so the responsibility of the client is to stay as positive as possible. And you say, well, how do I do that? Well, how do you do that, Martin? You do it by using all the skills you have, staying calm, and not letting those buttons be pushed. Those fear buttons are being pushed constantly. Well, we wanted to use that uh, this crazy hypnosis stuff that's going on in the media right now to talk about some of the tools that are used in hypnosis, uh, not, not the negative tools, but the tools that are evident everywhere and that a hypnotist would use, and that if you think it through, you can mm -hmm. use. So one of the, the, big, the biggest tool probably uses this word forgiveness, this concept of forgiveness. The concept of forgiveness. Well, what does what that have to do with the coronavirus? Nothing. But what has to do with is that you forgive the things in your life that are holding you back. So that means, what do we call self self-forgiveness and other forgiveness all the things that have happened to you in your life you understand and you say i'm not I, i'm never going to uh, forgive that guy for that how many people or that girl for that? we're never going to forgive for that do you know the only or, person that you're your harming? mother yes mother father it doesn't matter but that's the only person that you're harming with that is yourself now if you get to a stage you understand that you don't need to condone what behavior they did we don't, you don't have to be a doormat to be a forgiveness. To it's, be the devil's advocate. So are you not saying, though, let's say somebody and people do, do you harm. You get a lot yes, of harm in this life. they do harm. Yes. So are you not saying, but if I, if I forgive them, it's, it's sort of making that harm not an important factor in my life. It's, it's saying mm -hmm. that is, you're making it not important. But it is important because it harmed me. Yes, and it's important that you allow that to go. So we call that forgiveness. It's a different uh, concept of forgiveness. Maybe we should have given it another word in the field. But the forgiveness is about letting it go so you don't keep carrying it. Now, at 14, I've told you this before, so it's not a big deal, but at 14, I was raped, right? So if I had kept that because I'm never going to let that go, I'm never going to forgive them understand that uh, at this age at 66 now i'd still be carrying that it would be affecting me negatively in my body i'd be carrying it in my body oh that which brings up an idea that i hadn't had any, i wasn't even going to talk about but i remember doing um a live uh, analysis of blood and you we did some experiments with hypnosis with it it was kind of cool so the um, i'm just going to do this quickly because i'm not really intelligent about all this stuff and how it works. But the thing is, when they take the blood, what they're looking for is looking to see if it's running the right way. So usually they want all the little globules to be disconnected in a way and at least moving in a good way. Now, if you're in a negative space or ne something is happening to you, your blood shows that by being all tangled up together. And that's not healthy because they can't get through the things, right? It, it harms you. So it was interesting. So we do hypnosis in one room on that person and the, they can watch the blood change in the other room. You know, because I'm doing hypnosis with that person, but they've got a, a, a thing 
on the person mm-hmm. and then they but they're not there and you can just see it moving so i want you to understand it's a real thing everything's a real thing especially what's real me yeah so you're saying that the emotions mm-hmm. as we've seen today yeah. out there in the world yeah affects physically yes in a big way and probably everybody's buddy's blood is in little globules yeah, well, I think uh, there's, a, there's a great show that we did earlier with yeah. um, lasers on unwinding. Yeah. And the adrenal glands, especially these days in the oh. West, our adrenal glands must be just, just pumped. All of and it's not good physically. That's not no. a good thing. Things like if flu viruses come around and your adrenal glands are pumped, you are gonna get, you're going to suffer because your immune system will be down. Yeah. So this show is all about all the things you can do to keep yourself as healthy as possible. But back to, so back to forgiveness, I yeah. saw a good thing on, <clears throat> if you don't forgive something, yeah. now, therefore, let's redefine that. Now you're holding a grudge. Yes. And think about the word grudge. That's a nasty, it's a hard, yeah. bumpy thing. And why would you want to hold that? The person that did the action to you, whatever they did. It may not even be in your life anymore. Has, will have no, it will have no effect on them whether you forgive them or don't forgive them. It makes no difference to them. You're not going to go talk to them, right? Yeah, yeah no, no. Agree with me. Agree you don't. With, yeah, no, no, you don't need to go me, physically yet. Yeah, you don't need to go talk to. It's them. not about because it's not about them. No, we're not worried about them. We're worried about self responsibility. So the forgiveness is about you letting go of something you don't need. Yeah, to, that's what I was move. getting at with the when I did it at fourteen. I mm-hmm. wasn't hanging on to the guy. It's like having baggage. We call it baggage. But the more baggage you have carrying around, the more unhealthy you become. Mm-hmm. So help yourself and let go of some of that stuff. And that's a very difficult concept for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, a hypnotist will help somebody walk that through that. Because the other concept with hypnosis is right now, this every yelling fire and ramping people up to 10, they're going for a basic emotion, fear. Fear. But the, we do have higher connections. We, we, do, we can do better. And we know we can do better. Yes. And what the hypnotist tends to work with is that better part of yes, ourselves. Yeah, and that's why we say we'll use this, the subconscious, the superconscious. You have so much power in your mind. But if it's only conscious and the conscious is accepting those things, the conscious actually will put you in a negative position, which we are ramping ourselves up for now. And it doesn't mean the coronavirus goes away. It just means that you become common sense and you start to get yourself in a healthy spot. Yeah, the, the, um, the news media and advertising... They're pretty sophisticated in what they do. I mean, they worry, the advertising companies worry, and don't worry, study that which color yep. or which tone will affect somebody subconsciously, yep. subliminally. Then they study it. But the news people now, because, because they're competing with the person on Facebook, the person on TikTok, whatever that thing is, person on Instagram, <laughs> who is just yelling. So they have to yell. So now they're going for the, it's the rush to the bottom. How can we hit that, those buttons hard? as possible and so we go for the basic ones fear fear and fear usually so you're saying then people are saying out there and they say well why why would they do that it's nasty it's whatever and it may not be nasty it may be just that they need to do what they will bring them the money that they are wanting money makes the world go round the news people have to get paid those companies are those news people are owned by big companies they need to make money so what happened? Oh, they need to make money. And so they need, a t- and in an attention market, you need a lot of attention. 
so you get more listeners. So you just keep hammering to get more people to mm -hmm. listen. And the easy way to get people to listen, the easy way to get attention is... It's negative. It's negative. Yeah, very, yeah. very easy. So forgiveness is, a, is one of the more powerful tools. In our, yeah. And we've talked about forgiveness a lot many times, and, and um, there's lots of work. So you can always go back and, and dress up. And if you don't know more, look it up or ask me. By what, email or whatever, but uh, hypno. I think for us, when I was working in the past and now, we do forgiveness, but we have to explain to them what that forgiveness means. So maybe I remember some one guy saying to me, "Well, I don't like that word," and I said, "Well, we don't have to call it forgiveness. What do you want to call it?" And it was some funny word. I don't know. And I said that, and it all worked. This about the word. It's about the doing. And in a state of in a state of ten, it's very hard to let that forgiveness or let a lot of stuff go, and because the conscious is up yes. there and your emotions are up there. So the yeah. thing is to breathe, calm, and that's why you can do self hypnosis to gradually bring that down or meditation to bring that down, yeah. and um, other things. And we're going to talk about that uh, in a yeah. minute. No, we're actually going to break now, and so we'll talk about that when we come back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. This is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and back to forgiveness and all the other things that you can do to allow uh, yourself to get into a much calmer place and a much more beneficial place to be immune or to feel yes. life, to run your life, to uh, uh, 
to enjoy your life. So uh, we're talking about um, obviously emotions are running high these days, yes. and that's and, and look at that from a positive point of view. That means if emotions are running high and affecting us, we can use emotions yes. and control the emotions to affect us positive. Positive. And we were discussing forgiveness. So forgiveness, yeah, is a big, big tool in hypnosis, right? We're using and it's partly why we do the forgiveness too, is to get to a place of acceptance. Acceptance is the next now, one. Acceptance is a big topic really but uh for example i i had someone who was very ill and could be what we consider going into that place where we don't want to go yet death. it's, it's death. called death it's yeah. called death we can talk about it. so and the the person that was doing this was came into complete acceptance as that happened the acceptance the next time she went in for whatever it was, and it was told yes. supposedly in her mission. So understand the bigness of all these things you do. Uh, forgiveness, Except acceptance. It. Now, how can I accept that? It's just the same thing I would have said about the 14-year-old who had, do I can, how can I forgive that guy? You know, like did horrible things, whatever. Doesn't matter. Horrible things happen in life, and yeah. it's not going to stop. So if you can get into a place of forgiveness and acceptance, and all those things, it's not about being a doormat. It's about being proactive and taking care of yourself. It's the, um, we're talking about what, what a hypnotist uses in a, in, as, as their tools to work with. And that acceptance, that was interesting, the story of the acceptance for that lady, mm -hmm. <clears throat> is she didn't think, oh, if I accept, I'll get well. That was not the message. Mm -hmm. and, it, and you can't do that consciously. That's a no. very hard, forgiveness is very hard consciously to do. A lot of yeah. the stuff that, helps us is very hard to do consciously yeah which is why you want to get past that and you can use a hypnotist or you can use self-hypnosis or you can use meditation or mindfulness and all those things to get to that other part of you that says actually that's not a good thing to hold on to no. let that go that's you know it's a us, negative emotion you know a small child could or be hate could be anything yeah right? hanging a small child cling to something or you cling to something that produces stress that produces tension and you don't want to let go because you're frightened or all kinds of things. But imagine if you could just say, I'm going to let go and, and feel good and feel the calmness, the amount of physical healing that would go on. But that lady, again, the acceptance message she got, as she told us, was not that, oh, that's great. Everything's going to be okay. She said it didn't matter what was going to happen because everything was going to work out. I mean, if, you're, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And if I'm not going to die, I'm not going to die. And I accept that. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, and it's not an easy thing to do consciously. Like and you you can, say. I don't think you're capable of doing I that. I don't consciously. think. Well, I've seen the odd person do that, but it, it's not usual. Well, I, I think... It's a very big deal to do that. Just, just to pick it turns, I think if they do do that in a conscious state, it's because they bypassed their conscious mind yes. and, and accepted something else. Yes, like the group hypnosis we're talking about. What group is going well, on? Well, in the world. Oh, yes. It's a big group. <laughs> So it's, uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, you've looked at hypnosis or you've looked at self-hypnosis, think about that, that won't work. Then that part of you that's saying that is absolutely true. That yep. part doesn't work. It's like saying, um, I'm going to use my feet to eat. No, you need a mouth to eat. It's a different part of you to make that work. And we have lots of parts yeah. in our minds, as it were, just who knows, we're playing with deaf words here. But yeah. look at it as if you need feet feet are really not good at eating no and, and only good at walking, mouths maybe. aren't really good at walking no. use the right part to get yeah. to get the result and we tend to get confused in our heads because we think 
let's use the analogy of the feet or the conscious mind. We tend to use our feet for everything. It's not going to work. No. So allow yourself to believe. You are so good at those analogies and because and, and I've this, never heard that one before. That's a good one. <laughs> but it, it, anything, and it's true. Your conscious cannot mostly follow through unless you allow what we call, what's hypnosis? This, you know, it's bypass of the critical factor of the conscious mind. Now that's your decision-making place. It's an important place. Mm-hmm. You need right? the conscious. You need the conscious. And it makes decisions, rationalizes things for you so you can accept it. And sometimes in a positive or a negative way. You know, when something happens to you or us, or and um, it could be, uh, you don't have no, no idea, but you'll make a story up about it because that's how we understand the world. We need stories. Oh, that happened because that happened because that happened. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of people out there who have acceptance who say, it doesn't matter. It happened. That's all. Yeah, that's it happened. Not- <laughs> I'm still here. Big deal. Yeah. And there are people who, um, I guess we think of them saintly type people or, or the shaman type people who have the conscious there still, but uh, somehow have got it like in the, in the corner and, and the rest of them is working. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. So I, I sort of got half that anal- uh, thing about hypnosis. So it's bypass of the critical mm. factor and the acceptance of acceptable suggestions. Right. So because that, if you only listen to the first part, then people go, oh, panic, panic. Mm-hmm. And they know, but that's only when you know that you're in hypnosis. I'm just telling you, you're on hypnosis. So start taking care of yourself and choose what you want to bypass. That yeah, that is a, the, the, when we're talking about hypnosis here on the show, or Inez is talking about it, she's talking mostly from a, a hypnotherapist point of view. That is yes. somebody who wants to help. Yeah. And she can't get that client in the chair to do any work if that client believes that something bad is going to happen or you are working against them. It doesn't matter how yes. clever it you need, are in hypnosis, no. they will not ex- You need allow their it. desire for change. And their belief in it's acceptable that, that to them. That will be acceptable for them. Okay, so forgiveness, acceptance. The other thing, uh, tools, yep. the other things that come up with hypnosis are the, the, the buttons. Yes. Fear, harm, guilt, and more mm-hmm. fear. So here we know what fear does. It ramps everything up because people are, it'll actually stop a person from getting well because they won't, they're so afraid to do anything. Mm -hmm. They get into a place of there's nothing they can do. It totally demoralizes them. I have no power. And have no power. So what we as hypnotists is we have to address the fears, right? The fears are very important. But if that person will have a 1% or something of those people that are so fearful, they won't allow anything to happen. Mm -hmm. So I can't, as a hypnotist, I can't just wave a wand and and say, okay, now your fear is gone. And without making too much of an analogy, (laughs) a lot of people who are very fearful are very rigid in their structure, in their physical being. In their physical being. It's, It's like they've tightened up. Yes. And that we know. Physically, that is not a good thing. Everyone no. knows physically. Right. Staying tight is not, is not no, a good thing. Not. And it's, it's a reflection of that emotion. Fear is not a good thing. It's, it eats you alive. Yes. So, But it's quite often, depending on, on your background, it's very difficult to let go of. Again, consciously, because you live in fear. And, and that's me. That's yes. part of me. It's we crazy. all live in fear on certain levels. So this can also cause you to do harm to yourself. Because that's... The rigidness, everything, those are all harms. So in hypnosis, we want to make sure that there is no harms being that you cause to yourself. 
And that's strange. I never really, I when before hypnosis, I'm meeting Inez, I would think self-harm. Yeah, you know, those kids that cut, themselves, cut themselves, cut themselves yeah. which is just a reflection yes. of something else. But I'm amazed the amount of people who uh, unconsciously are doing self-harm. Yes. Because they're punishing themselves. Yes, for whatever they deemed that they did to someone else or for whatever it is. Or you have the kid that is hears the parents saying, I wish that kid was not here. I hate that kid or whatever. Yeah. And you're young. You're two. You're yeah. one. That goes in, and then you start to think I'm nothing, I'm and nothing. therefore, therefore, I'm not worthy. So I'm not worthy. And now you're programming a part of yourself, the feet. You're programming a part of yourself <laughs> to do harm because yes. it says you want you don't want to be here, and those people. And you've taken acceptance in the wrong way. Yeah, and then you have illnesses, and then you mm -hmm. get you have all kinds of nasty things. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a it's an amazing thing that we do to ourselves. And it's hard to let go of because quite often we don't even recognize we're doing it. So we're talking about the people that can't go in that 1% or whatever, can't allow that uh, to go into that lower, other parts of him, you know, yeah, the other but, part of hypnosis. But in that way, they've actually taken acceptance and, and doing all of themselves being in that negative place, that mm -hmm. they are unworthy, that they are all that. They've accepted all those things. But that's also that a lot of clients that come to hypnotists in general yeah. um, have a symptom of something or yes. other, and we find it's harm and guilt and fear, yes. and they are willing to let it go because they want to get rid of that symptom. But, yes. but it's a journey they had to yeah, they discover. Have to understand that. It's a, and it's very, like Martin says, it's very surprising. If you, why would people harm themselves? They don't you they think don't, of it in those lines. No. It's not that. It could also be protection, and it could be also be just you punish someone else. Well, if he's going to be like that, I'll just keep doing this. But it's harming you, not them so much. <laughs> and it's just a normal way of living. It's something we've been taught to do consciously by our programming over years and years, and even our ancestors and everything, because it's cultural, it's everything. And if you, if the, if the media or the politician yells at you enough to say you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, that's called compounding. Yes. And you believe it. It doesn't yes. take much to believe that stuff. You know, if you're being yelled at with your emotions up at ten. Yeah. And then you'll do self harm because I'm, I'm useless. I'm stupid. Yes. I'm an idiot. Or you lash out in fear, and it's, it's those emotions are easy hot buttons to get to, and they go deep. Yeah. So it's. If you if you just did self hypnosis, you thought, well, I don't have any of those, but I'm going to do some self hypnosis because I want to be calm. I want to have some control over my life. A lot of that stuff will go that's in there. You never even knew. You, it's not like it was tell you, oh, by the way, I'm harm. I'm leaving. You just feel better. <laughs> You'll feel better. Yeah. So that brings us to the other big, big tool in hypnosis. Um, well, lots of things in, in any kind of meditative thing is responsible, self-responsibility. Self-responsibility. I always come back to that. Are you going to be the victim or are you going to take some responsibility and work through whatever is in the process of doing you harm, which in this case is the ramping up of all that. So do you take responsibility for yourself? Uh, I think we had a really good show on that with Tony Kiprius. Mm -hmm. They can go back to that. You know, the decisions, the choices you make, every choice you make, and you make choices all the time. Even not making a choice of something is a choice. So, you know, there's the only thing to change life. You take responsibility. No matter who did what, no matter what, it is about being a non-victim and moving forward. But how can I take responsibility? The world is so big. There's so much going on. Look what all these people are doing. And look what they're all doing to me. And they're stopping me doing this. And yeah. they're do How can I be responsible? I, it's too big. 
And that's being what Tony called being under the line mm -hmm. and staying there. So you need to have a concept that if you are the only one that can affect yourself positively, because the world will definitely hit you with a lot of negative, right? But you accept that negative. You accept that. So you have to take responsibility to do something about it. You have to make that choice. If you imagine that um, all the, the shutdown in China and Iran, yeah. they don't actually care about you. <laughs> You're not on their radar, you as an individual. No. So why are you getting ramped up about them? It, it, they're not deliberately doing this to get you upset. No. So why don't you say, wait a minute, they're not even talking about me. So what can I do? So, so therefore, isn't it something I can do? Yeah. And I noticed you, you find in a lot of um, work that you do that women are particularly uh, yes. susceptible to moving responsibility away from themselves and... To their families. Yeah, look, to their, uh, I have to look after this person. So I have to. It's, it's, it's all I can do. It's my job. Yeah. That's how I it's live. It's my job to live for everyone else and fix them. You cannot fix anyone. So understand the old analogy that we use all the time in hypnosis is what you're on a plane and there's something bad happens and, and the oxygen comes down. Don't give it to the little kid beside you because you'll conk out and you won't be able to help them. So give yourself the oxygen and then you can look at them from a responsible point of act, you know, and help them and take care of them as a child. You need to take care of your family. But it, what's all these fibromyalgia, all these kind of uh, diseases that we now have. Basically stress disease. Are basically people doing so much for someone else that they just start to accept all that. And they just become really in a lot of pain. There's a very good process in that specializes in hypnosis that specializes just in pain. Yeah. They just look at pain. and. They are shocked by really, it all comes down to usually one thing is that the person's body is telling the person, please stop, please yeah. stop. I'm going to keep giving you pain till you stop. You're working yes. too much. Yes. And so they can't, they don't take care of themselves, but then they work through the pain. They work through the pain yes. because that shows how good we are. I know. I was like that. <laughs> was in past tense. Doesn't mean that I don't help people now. I do. I like to help people. But at one time I would. I would take that I had to be the one that carried the world on my shoulders. It's just like that. That I has the thing. Surely that would be selfish, wouldn't it? If I just cared about myself. Well, that's what they. That's what you're told. You're told that you're not supposed to be vain. You're not supposed to be all those things. So we are programmed, especially as women, to do that. And that's what I'm saying. That's what you need to allow yourself. Doesn't mean you don't care about people. Doesn't mean anything. You just know that you can only help them if they choose to help themselves. And you need to be, well, you don't need to be, but it's good if you're the model of, yeah. of taking responsibility. Yes, because your children will learn from you. So it's a, it's a big, the acceptance, forgiveness, responsibility are the huge tools that are used in hypnosis to, yeah. and not in a hammering, hammering it through on the person because you're connecting to a part of the person that understands, actually, that's right. I understand that, but there's a smaller part of me, my feet again. <laughs> it's just a part of me. That keeps wanting to run, even though they're yes. blistered, even though they're bleeding. And even though I, the rest of my body is saying, feet, please stop. It's, <laughs> We're it's hurting. tired. It's, it's hurting it's us. Hurting. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so responsibly for yourself and others. And, and there's always the things they use in, I don't yes. know, all the different psychology things. There's the circle, the big circle. What, what in there can you affect? What if, yes. And what affects you? And then there's the circle further where you can help other people. And then there's the big circle where you can't do anything. So don't worry about it. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Move on. 
Yes. Yeah, it's going to make a bad comment, but I won't. No, no yeah, it's I'm not. That's not, not easy. I, I don't make it. I made it sound really easy, but it's not all. It's easy to move on. If it was easy, we'd all do it. That's right. <laughs> we wouldn't hire him. It's just he'd be out of work. <laughs> so, but or doctors, and even but taking responsibility doesn't always mean you have to come and see me. I mean, it would be great if you do because I, well, I've no. got, I can help you very well to do that for yourself. But at least do something to get yourself moving the self-hypnosis the mindfulness anything at all just go sit on a rock for a just bit and breathe. just calm and breathe um and let go of all the stuff that one we did with the about the lasers and the unwinding mm -hmm. and stuff there's all kinds of things you can do breathing especially mm -hmm. learn some of those things even in the moment if you can control that ramping up of fear and ramping up of anger ranking up anything any negative emotion is just going to affect you do you need to be angry? we say yeah, it's good to be angry you just don't hang on to it forever you know it's good not then it becomes very detrimental i must say looking at uh, the uh, up, uh the, the, the lot of promotion about mindfulness and i they i don't know if they know what it means they just kind of use this word and using it in school but what they're really doing is just allowing people to calm Yes, breathe it's, it's not as powerful as hypnosis but it's great because you're not up at 10 you're bringing yeah. yourself down and you're the one doing it and of course everything you're, is hypnosis so it's still a, a yeah. style of hypnosis and you yeah. are the one doing it so then the other big thing in hypnosis is um uh we'll talk about it a little bit is, is language it's huge well, language is huge and we've had you know anybody who wants to learn more about this maybe go back to our first program and our first and second program because they will all those are we all talk about all that again and you'll see that but now we're going to just go to break and we'll get back we'll to the language come back with can. language and feet. yeah <laughs> see you on the other side opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and wellness hi this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we are going to get into language. Still in language, yes. The thing oh, we use. Oh, just started. And in, um, if uh, people of the hypnotic bent will be thinking, oh, Ericksonian stuff. And Erickson was um, one of the part the what do you call it, founders of modern hypnosis. And it wasn't that he, he was very careful with language, but mostly he just stayed out of the way, right? Yeah. He tried to keep the language out of the way to allow yeah. the person to move to wherever they're going to move to. Yeah. But in, you are very careful in language. You have your own Yes, I, well, so most people think me of uh, Elman-trained hypnotist, which is true. Uh, but we also... He's the other guy. Yeah, he's the other guy. So what we are really a blend mm-hmm. of Ericksonian and Elman because we stay out of the way. It's Yeah, it's you uh, you as a hypnotist when you're practicing. You don't want to get in the way of, of, of telling the... People think tend to think of hypnosis like stage hypnosis where lots of suggestion. You are yes. going to do this. You are going to do that. But that's for stage. That's for a result. That's, yeah, you're trying that's to get not it. what I do anymore. But what a person, if it's you as an individual, even with self-hypnosis, yeah. try not to get in your own way. Yes. So that's what you don't want to say. You are now going to feel this. You are now going to feel that. You're now going to see this. Because that's making a presumption that your, your other know. part of you, the other part of your mind might say, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do this because that's important. Yeah. And you're getting in the way, as it were. Yes. So that's why language, self-languaging, and of course, that the voice in your head is a disaster most of the time. The oh, voice. the self-talk. The self-talk is always, not always, for Another people who become an aware, yeah, and that when you become aware of it, you catch it, mm-hmm. and you can actually change those things, the ways of thinking. So just, let's get into the just, first one, sir. Just mention some of the words that this is, this is your, yes. this is your word thing, is words like should yeah, or you try. Know, you, you, you think about it inside, your first thing is, I'm, you know, I should be doing this. Which doesn't mean that you will do that because it's a should. It gives you an out. It gives you an out. So I should be, but I won't be. And you think you're doing the right thing by talking to yourself. This is what I should do. And I should try to do this. If you try, it's, you know, the old Yoda saying was, uh, there is no try, there's do or don't. And it gives you a loophole to get out of having to do anything. You may have a good intention about it, but you're using the language that shows there's a loophole. So when I talk to people many times, they'll say, oh, yeah, somebody comes in, they'll say, well, I've been uh, trying to stop smoking for years. And I said, yeah, I know you have. And you've been very successful. And you've been very successful at it because you've been trying. So understand, the more you try, the more the loopholes there. And the subconscious and the other parts of us, when you talk in the right language, will give you what you want because now there's no limiting thing. You can say, I'm... Oh, I hope that works. Yeah, you're limiting again. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We need hope in the world. We need all those things. But if you're hoping to stop smoking, that is another loophole. It says there's no choice. The mind says, oops, sorry. The mind says there's no chance here to move this because the person doesn't really want it. 
also where human beings and human beings don't really like taking responsibility or being accountable, or we're certainly not in this society, we're not taught that as accountability is an important fact. It's said, but we don't like, because if we're responsible and, take, and we are accountable, that means we've committed to something. And that puts us in a position of, oh my God, now I'm I, sort of, a, um, I can't get out because yeah. I've said I'm going to do it. And we don't really like that a lot. You know, if you fall in love with somebody, it's like, you don't care. You're going to be accountable. Yeah. You're committed. But then it drifts. Or, or, But in real life, doing other things, um, I, I'd like to do this. Now, I, I commit. Can you commit to do that today? It doesn't matter if it's a job or a weight yeah. loss program. That's a tough thing. Yeah. So you use language to get out. Yes. You unconsciously yes, do it. Unconscious. Well, I'll try. Well, I should do that. You know, hey, you coming to the party? I'll try. They're not coming. No. I used to say, you know, the example of, do you want to go to my Tupperware party, which I really wouldn't want to do. So I said, well, I'll try and make it. Of course, everybody knows that means I'm not coming. It's just being polite and you're getting it out. Yes. But it's, but unfortunately, we carry that through to lots of yes. things. I should read more books. I should, should read this. I should go to here. I should do And you're giving. I should stop doing this. <laughs> I should stop doing this. <laughs> Is uh, And you're, the rest of your mind has listened to you for years and knows, okay, that means they're not going to do it. So there's no commitment here. So relax. We're not actually going to do anything. Yeah. But it sounds like you it are. It sounds like you are. And there's also this issue of blame. They mm -hmm. figure they have to blame. They either blame themselves or someone else. I mean, really, blame is doesn't matter what self they did. It's self-harm. So we understand that this is all part of the responsibility, too. If you blame someone for what's happened to you and don't do anything about it, it's going to hurt you, not them. We go back to that. And blame is a really waste of time. Well, it's one of those hot button things. That yeah. You can get people to, to blame others very easily. It's, oh, it's, it's an easy easily. thing to do. It's an easy thing to do. Um, back on language, the other two big ones are that we don't really notice much is always and never. Yeah. This always happens to me. And then you say always? And I say those two, those words happen to come out of my mouth. And I'll say, well, maybe not always or not. But I, I have changed that thought, right? Sometimes. There's a very good book, old, old book, As yeah. a Man Thinketh, which yeah. is talking about language is the garden. You're planting a garden yes. with those words. And, and we, we, the conscious mind and the rest of us listens to what we say. Yeah. It's not like, well, I can just say this word. It, it has no meaning. It's, you know, the, the what is it, um, power of positive thinking or, uh, you know, if, if you make a statement, you're going to get a result. And I used to say, really? Okay, ceiling fall down, building fall down. Look, the building's not falling down. But that's not the kind of thing we're talking about. We're no. talking emotional and commitment. So yes. if you keep saying, I'm, I'm, uh, I should do this or I should try to do that. Yeah. The it's going to be very difficult for you to do those things because they're shoulds. And the other <laughs> thing is um, never, because always and never yeah. are meaningless terms. Because yeah. nothing is always and well, never is never is always always yeah. is never. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's an out again. It's it, you're putting boxes around things, which brings us to labels. Your favorite? Yes. Well, labels. Uh, I for is a, I think this is a very dangerous thing as we accept labels, and they're not just labels that we've gotten from the doctor for a disease. Those especially are not great. Because you start to take ownership of them and you say, my this, my that, my diabetes, my this. And all that becomes part of you and you've accepted it. But it's, a ha it's just with everything, labels are very, that even the labels you create. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm 
I'm a this, I'm a that. Yeah, give yourself some flexibility. Yeah, to move. just just move. Just say I'm a human, and you know, in your mind. But I am a rational being. I never lie. I, I never, never make lie. mistakes. Yes, give I yourself know. some leeway. <laughs> and yeah. the labels of even you know, um, well, women do this, or men do that, yes. or Muslims do this, or yeah. those are all boxes that nobody actually exists in, but in your but your mind is 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 creating now, and it's become your reality. Becomes your reality, and yes. it becomes your reality, which also creates all the negative things that go with that. And you can say, well, you, again, back to that. Well, you can't just say building fall down and create that reality of the building falling down. It's not that kind of reality. The reality is you. You are telling the rest of you, the rest of your mind, mm -hmm. this story, and it listens and says, "Oh, that's what they want. Okay, okay, that's what they have. That's what they'll get." Yeah. So if you say, if you're a misogynist type person, like if you work in Hollywood kidding <laughs> that uh women do this they don't and women are for you. that then yeah. you start to act that way because you're telling yes. yourself this is compounding in language it's very dangerous and not dangerous but very powerful well getting to that i think i get a second to talk about that good because in hollywood and all the actors i feel very mm. bad for them especially method you know people that get it right into it met what they call a method actor mm -hmm. They take all that emotion on for reality. It's that become their reality in that time. And then we say, well, why are they acting like this? Why are they this? It's because they've chosen to be that person for so long that they never let some of it go. It's yeah, it's very hard to the, uh, especially those very negative parts and the actors that we think are good. Where um, yeah, they're very good, right? For instance, when they did the Miles Davis bio, Miles mm -hmm. Davis just it was what's his name, whose name I forget and can't, couldn't remember on a podcast to save my life. Anyway, he was he was playing Miles Davis, yeah, and it took him a long time to make this movie. And he had some Miles Davis band members on stage with him when they were doing the shoot, and they were shooting from behind. And they said uh, that wasn't him; that was Miles Davis. Miles yeah. Davis appeared; that was yeah, him. That, yeah. It's a very hard thing to let go of, too, yeah. because actors also—it's kind of on a side topic here. Actors also really feel they're living when they're doing a character. They don't mm -hmm. really feel that they are that significant, but being an actor, be, yes. being the character, sorry. Yeah. So it's hard for them to let go of. So for them, I suggest they go see a hypnotist and defuse the parts they they were just had. And you want to, yeah. Yeah. It's a good good situation. Yeah. Um, language is important in those all those um, aspects and tools that we use in hypnosis, mm -hmm. and um, you can use them. And be aware of them and use them in self-hypnosis, right? They don't yes. have to keep... No, no, no. They can do this in self-hypnosis. And they can just even be, just become aware of the, the negative things they just said. If they start hearing the try, just it comes on like a bulb. You notice it. And then you say, nix, nix, mm -hmm. delete, delete, whatever you want. It's just a, a, a sign for your mind not to accept it. And you just go and do it. In the, in the right way, languaging, and you'll start programming yourself in so much better ways. We've got a few minutes left. As the great philosopher Sting said, free, free, set, let them free. Let them just go. Let, yeah. And let your emotions, not emotions, let your constructs mm -hmm. go and see what happens. So I'm just going to bring it back yeah. to a second because we don't have much time left. and I, We could keep going forever. So we brought in the coronavirus at the beginning. So we are telling you it is not a nothing do what you need to do, but bring it down to a level where that emotion is not totally impacting you, those negative fears, the negative everything, so that you take care of your health. 
And this is not an alien uh, um, insurrection going on. We're not being, aliens are not taking over. This is a virus and 99% and of the people who are getting this virus, the human body just does what it always does, builds up an immune system and moves yes. on. Our, the human body is quite a, a remarkable thing. We think yeah. we, we do hypnosis and, and we think the mind is, well, incredible. But the physical body, if it is allowed to do what it does best, is amazing defense mechanism everywhere. When you start to become on a, the positive and you start to uh, allow your body to relax and let go of the next things, you will be much healthier. So anyway, that's all. I'll go there no, because we want to talk. Also, you can... don't, um, don't get wound up about the media when they bring up deaths okay. and stuff. Pe people die. It's a given. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. You just She's said pointing. don't. I said don't. No, that's have... another one of the words I just want to bring to mm -hmm. language. So Absolutely. if you're saying things in the negative to yourself, it's still going to have an impact. It tends to have. Yes, yeah, you're it right. Tends it, tends, to have. it tends to allow, so again, your mind. How to... would we say that in the positive? When you hear it, allow yourself to understand if they say this many deaths, yeah. people die. Yes. People dying all the time. You know, just as a small topic, you know, the show is slightly less than an hour. In that hour, one one woman has been, in every hour, one woman is killed in India. Not not dies, not just is in killed. India, what about Russia too? And in Russia too. And there's still people dying of malnutrition. And, and somebody has committed suicide. Bring it down to a Somebody's committed suicide. Some old person has died. It's, it's a given. We're going to do yes. that. But how do we live in between? And how do we we're... get ourselves into a healthy place? Yeah. That's what this show has been all about. And I do want to know, should we mention within one minute, is that the last show we just did was, well, you didn't do, but you had those people on from uh, with mesmerism, mesmer. which I thought was an interesting show because mesmer was considered a weirdo, and maybe he was, <laughs> but this, that is still being done today, and it's a very yes. powerful technique, very method of getting to hypnosis. Yes. And those people are an interesting show because Rick Collingwood knows his stuff. Yes. So just go back and listen to any of the shows you like because it'll all be about hypnosis. So anyway, we're done for today and I'll have to say goodbye for now. We'll see you next time. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.